This is Jim Minns, Communications Officer with the PSA. On the podcast this week... This much-loved museum, our history, our heritage, our stories, our memories, is being destroyed. On the 30th of June, the main halls of the Powerhouse Museum at Ultimo were closed, and we take this opportunity in the podcast to talk to PSA members, delegates and staff about their earliest experiences and profound memories of the Powerhouse Museum at Ultimo. I'll begin by sharing uh, that my daughter and I visited the Powerhouse Museum recently on a school holidays expedition, and the episode will continue with various staff members presenting their stories throughout in an oral history or a recollection of memories. How old are you? I'm five and my name is Lucia. And when did you go to the Powerhouse Museum? Um, n- not this um, school holidays, but last school holidays. And what do you remember and love about the Powerhouse Museum? The big moon that, like, hang off this clear string. Oh, yeah. What did you like about that? Um, I liked the... Like, I liked how it was so big and, like, it made me imagine how big the moon was. Yeah. And what about the anti-gravity room? Do you remember that one? It was spinning around and you stood in the platform in the middle and it felt like you were in space? Oh, yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, I really remember that. And, um, so can you just tell the council, like, anyone, to keep that room, like, the spinny one? You like that room, do you? Yeah, that was my favourite room. I recall taking my kids there, and particularly my daughter, um, when she was quite little, so about three, and she absolutely loved the Wiggles exhibition. And that was just a really excellent exhibition, and they put a lot of thought into it, even things like, it was Dorothy the Dinosaur, and you could make paper roses. I remember, because my mother-in-law has unfortunately passed away. She was very close with my daughter Georgie and she was a lot had a lot more patience than me at that sort of thing so she would sit and make the paper roses and mine looked like something it had been stomped on <laughs> and hers was like beautiful and then they and then and Georgie kept it and has had it for years mm-hmm. and I think still has it but it's the, a paper rose that her yaya made her at that ex- exhibition at the Powerhouse Museum. I can remember about six or seven years ago was the first time I took my daughter there and we ostensibly went there to have a look at a Minecraft exhibition that was going on. She was really into Minecraft at the time and uh, the best part about that visit was even though we went in for one particular exhibition, it prompted us to go through the museum and she got entranced on that day with an exhibition about medical history. And I think that's the great thing about powerhouses, they've got so many different things going on that one can be often the doorway to get into other events and and explore other things that you may not have occurred to have a look at. The first thing I knew about it was when I was uh, just looking for a job and they were advertising for a new exhibition called Cyberworks. I was studying multimedia and then um, just 
starting there, and it was a, it was a customer service job at showing everyone all the computers and just and just starting there. It just gave me, gave me that little leg up, that first leg up. So I think I was probably there about two and a half years till I found a full time job in um in multimedia. So yeah, I've got really it was you know it really really helped me out. I'd been really struggling up until that point to get a job within the field, and that was just the kind of the first the first step, I guess. Powerhouse Museum for me was all about when my kids were in those you know beautiful years of um, you know being in infants and you know in um, in primary school children and catching the train in. Um, going to the Powerhouse Museum, you know, running around on the train, looking at Dick Smith's helicopter, running right there, and then obviously running around the corner down to, you know, the fantastic precinct at Darling Harbour, and then being able to hop on a train and come home. It was all there. It was perfect. Why you would move that? It's uh, such an iconic part of Sydney, and, you know, it should be kept there for future generations. I've got a funny photo of my kids with what they were fascinated by and it was one of those coffee machines with the you know the the flip buttons those things yeah, that yeah, made yeah. the pollen coffee and they were fascinated by that i think everyone's earliest memory or my earliest memory is the steam train yes locomotive number one i think we all have that photo of locomotive number one and my dad um he was a scientist, or he is a scientist, yeah, and he always wanted us to go to the Powerhouse Museum mm. because he wanted us to appreciate science as much as he did. What I'm really concerned about is that there's 180,000 school kids who will miss out on their free school excursions if, this, if the Powerhouse Museum closes. And those are kids who are not going to see the um, spaceship, the Steam Revolution exhibition, the Mars rover, the plasma ball. They're also not going to see the actual moon rock from NASA. There's an actual moon rock in the Powerhouse Museum. And I just think it's just concerning because I think that the Powerhouse Museum has such a capacity to inspire kids for a career in STEM. And STEM is so important for the future of Australia. I just don't understand why you would close down one of the only science museums in New South Wales. Taking my nieces was a different experience. They loved everything. When kids who you think wouldn't have an interest in, you know, how a garment was made, you know, when you go through that part of the exhibitions, mm -hmm. here they are so interested about anything that's in the exhibitions. It doesn't matter what it is. And I think that's the importance of Powerhouse. It takes us through the decades, the centuries, and it's education. And I think during this time of COVID in particular, what happens if we were shut off? It shows where we came from to where we are today. I think don't take that away from us. That's really important, the archiving, the history, so that everyone knows I can start from somewhere. I can make something better. I think that's important. I used to go there with my grandparents all the time. My granddad, he was an architect. Um, and so he really loved taking us to the Powerhouse Museum because it was a museum that's sciencey and like involved maths and like STEM type stuff. Yeah, I remember it brilliantly, like really vibrantly. I also used to always go to like the special exhibitions and stuff. So there was a Star Wars one, which was really cool, a Lego one, um, superheroes, like all that kind of stuff. 
and now me and my partner take her nephews there on holidays, on like trips and stuff. So it's really good. Full circle. Exactly, it's a full circle. And so the staff are also really disappointed because this is actually uh, a vocation to them. They love what they're doing. We've actually had a lot of parents come up and they've actually told PSA members, oh, I'm really sad this is closing because my, my dad or my mum used to take me here when I was a kid. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week.